Classic. Love it. Can I kick it? Tribe Called Quest. They do that sweet sample of Lou Reed, Walk on the Wild Side. As much as I love that song, as much as I love that band, least favorite band name. Yeah, it's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. I can't yeah. say it. Twi- a Twipaw Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I find that very that. frustrating. <laughs> Welcome back. Episode two of the Vinyl Frontier. I almost forgot what it was called there for a second. <laughs> I almost, for, almost forgot what the hell we were doing. What are we doing? All right, that is we we are back. We we've started the the voyage into the great unknown, which we kind is kind of known. I mean, it's all it's music. That's why you're here. But I'm just gonna let you keep going. Yeah, sure. No, we're gonna talk about we're gonna we're gonna find the things that we don't know. That you know what? Actually, that's what really works about this, right? We called it the Vinyl Frontier. It's a little star trek pun but that's kind of the whole point of star trek like i know that you're not a star trek fan but like that's the literally the whole point is like they were exploring a part of space that they had never gone to before gotcha so when they say like you know to boldly go where no one's going before they're not saying space they're already in space (laughs) they're going to a new part of space that they haven't charted and Typically, in most shows, the whole goal of the crew is to not disturb anything. They're just kind of going to just be scientists about it. So that's what works. So that's kind of what we're doing. Is that to bring it back to this? Yeah, that, that's that's how I feel like this is working. We're just diving into stuff, not telling you what's right or wrong. Well, kind of, we'll do that too. But we're, <laughs> we we're do going have some hard. We we have some hard opinions. Yeah, we yeah we we have some hot takes from time to time, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just we're hopping in and we're we're exploring, we're delving, we're studying the the fungi and the species, and we're taking notes, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right, let's hop into it. We kind of had uh, I wanted to talk about this real quick. Um, so you had sent me a link uh, this past week while I was at work, and it was to a uh, to so we can create our own uh, Spotify blended playlist. And I thought that was kind of a cool idea. I had heard of this, um, as I told you, uh, my buddy Nick uh, had done this with his like wife a year or so ago, and because uh, we were on this like long road trip with them and they just put on this blended playlist which is like a combination of songs that they both really like and it basically just takes that and and like kind of makes an amalgamation of a playlist of like hey you guys both like this stuff here's a playlist that you know has a little bit of everything um you had the cool cute i'll say cute idea to do it with me and um i thought that was really cute too so i was (laughs) super happy to oblige um and now we have a playlist um of some of the songs that we've been into uh on our own it's 50 songs and apparently it updates daily so that's kind of cool um 
I feel I feel really old again because this has been around for like over a year, and both of us are like, "What's this?" This is see that's yeah, that's what I wanted to hop in and say. Like the funniest thing about it is one, I saw this not having any idea it existed, and yeah. apparently, yeah, according to you, it is it is very not new. Um, but when I saw it, my immediate my immediate thought was, <laughs> "Oh, why not do that with my wife, so we could stop arguing about what music to put on and what playlist to put on?" I thought I have to do this with me, <laughs> so immediately didn't text anybody else, just sent it right to you. And I'm like, let's see how this goes. And I it was a, a pretty short amount of time after I texted you that you accepted it, and I was like, "Well, he's gonna be into this." Oh, super into it. Yeah, absolutely. Did you end up doing it with your uh, with your wife doing the playlist, not doing it? Uh, we're adults. Neither. Yeah, neither. <laughs> as it stands right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, but no, not yet. Uh, perhaps, perhaps one day I will. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great thing to actually do with a lot of your buddies. Um, but. So have you listened to it? I've listened to most of it. Yeah. Um, I was when I first pulled it up, um, I was kind of excited. But then also some of them I was like, I, I think I straight up told you, like, I'm kind of embarrassed by some of these that it chose to pull from my listening. And it just seems kind of random too. like, for I think me, it's majorly random. And some of it seems like it should be wrong. Like, for example, one of the songs that it pulled for me was Pennies from Heaven which is a song that I have on a Christmas playlist because it's from the Elf soundtrack. Um, yeah, I oh, listened yeah. to that. Pen is from heaven. <laughs> That's the one. I, I listened to that sometimes during Christmas. <laughs> well, there, yeah, so I, I, I wanted to talk about some of these songs. I don't want to yeah. go in too deep. Yeah. Um, we we have been duped a bit, so hope, hopefully this does really update daily. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> one that kind of that I was kind of surprised about until I listened to the song was "Ants Marching" by Dave Matthews Band. I, from me, I was I, I was gonna say that too. I I heard "Ants Marching" and I'm like, oh no, it's gonna. And then it had your little logo by it. I'm like, yes, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't me. <laughs> Um, but it really, but what really made me laugh is I played the song and I was like, Oh, this is Dave Matthews. Yeah. I like that. I fuck with this song. What really makes me laugh is there are a couple songs that say added by that have like both of our little icons beside us. And some of those are Shoop, Salt and Peppa, Only Want to Be With You, Hootie and the Blowfish. You... I don't skip it. <laughs> you, I don't skip it. You give me so much shit for like Hootie and the Blowfish. And then Spotify's like, nope, he's full of shit. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It he's is, a fan. I, I am getting exposed a little bit because my, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, that, that is happening. Um, there's one that was really weird for you, and I'm hoping you have at least a remote idea of, of where it came from was Fall to Pieces by Velvet Revolver. Yeah, so <laughs> that Which was... I don't I like that album. I was really into Velvet Revolver <laughs> when I was in middle school. Um but I was pretty surprised to see that one. I did too. And the reason that popped up is because it's actually on my funeral playlist. Um <laughs> Really? Yeah. You want that so okay. I sidebar, I need you to explain that. Uh, okay, so basically, well, I don't want to give too much away because we're going to do a whole episode about that eventually, but... 
touche. My, yeah. I, I'll give just this quick little um, sure. that song. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you remember like when I first got like a car and had a license and it was first driving, I had this little like tiny like off-brand mp3 player that you could just load songs up on and Mm -hmm. you couldn't even really like pick what song you kind of just had to put it on shuffle because there was no screen you you just hit next next and um for some reason that was a song that i had liked at the time and loaded on that little mp3 player and listened to that song a ton when i was like first uh driving around getting my license all cool and um i don't know it just i just kind of like randomly thinking about every once in a while i was like oh yeah that one song by velvet revolver don't like them like as a band i like that song and (laughs) i thought it fit on my funeral playlist because as we've talked about like i kind of went the direction of like okay this is just a collection of songs that mean a lot to me and have had a certain impact on me at one point in my life or another so yeah no that's (laughs) that's totally fair and and i totally get that and hey i fucking Loved Velvet Revolver when I was a kid. <laughs> I really did. I had that album. I thought it was cool. I oh, thought yeah. I was cool. It's got that black cover <laughs> oh, with the me too. silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just felt fucking cool. I went back and yeah, listened to it, and uh, yeah, they're not they're not very good. It's not great. No, it's not great. I mean, there's a couple songs that I think are decent, yeah. um, but it's 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 few and far between. <laughs> I think he's oh he says the n word on that album. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Because when I went back to it, I was singing with it. And it and I just tapped into my subconscious. And I just remember the lyrics. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> the N-word is in this song. Yikes. In what Bold. context? I think kind of in the really shitty way that white people fit it in by like referring to a thing as opposed to like... You know what I'm saying? I would have to look up the lyric, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. But it, he he did it as like saying it, kind of like somebody else saying it vibe. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's okay. kind of yeah. like that, where it's like I feel like that that was his justification for putting it in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to describe. I don't. <laughs> but there's a so some of these songs for you like i was like yeah absolutely that checks out like for example i was super excited that there was kick out the jams by mc5 and then also a cover of kick out the jams by rage against the machine we get to we get to kick out the jams that's pretty fucking awesome <laughs> uh yeah i'm one i'm obsessed with that song too oh You're it's giving stuff song. away man shut up oh shit sorry i didn't know we didn't prep we didn't do any prepping no, okay no, i'm just i'm mainly joking have you ever heard monster magnet cover that no it's a little scary is it you know when he says like put that mic in my hand let me get on the stand uh-huh. uh they say brick put that brick in my hand and i'm like oh oh okay i'm scared i'm scared have you heard presidents of the united states cover kick out the jams i have i guess i haven't heard too many covers of that no this is new to me kick out the jams faster oh shit okay so like where the normal song is like Presidents of the United States go It's wild. Nice. <laughs> the worst cover, I hate to say it, is Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, uh, okay. Because here's and it's, and they do they have a live cut, right? 
So they go out and they do the, it's time to kick out the jams. They don't say motherfucker, which I think is lame. Yeah. And then they proceed <laughs> to play it perfectly. You know, there's it's uh, just huh. like a master class in instrumentation. And I'm like, I think you guys are kind of not getting the point of yeah, kick out the jams. Right. <laughs> um, For me, I was kind of embarrassed by there was not one, but two songs on there by Fade Up, Fade Out, Bye Bye. <laughs> Did you listen to those? no i may have missed those i don't even know what that is uh okay i thought that oh, you yeah, might say that fade up fade out bye bye is the band by uh carl from workaholics oh, <laughs> well. he he is in a band that they do mostly like comedy but they have this like french pop album but it's still like a comedy album like their big single is basically them like making fun of the fact that it can't that they can't really speak french but they're trying to put out a french album um and yeah there were two songs on there i guess i listened to a decent amount of fade up fade out bye bye it started off as a joke but now i'm just kind of like this is actually pretty fucking good (laughs) yeah i kind of fuck with this yeah because the the one song that i that i found is pardon mon yeah pardon (laughs) pardon mon Moi? Pardon mon moi. Yeah. It's a very okay. good song. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's pretty funny. So stupid though. <laughs> um oh okay. Last song that I saw that I wanted to say something about and we'll move on. I, I saw you got White Room by Cream on the here. Oh yeah. Such a good song. Such a good song. Fuck Eric Clapton, but such a good song. I completely agree, and with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cannot say anything more accurate. <laughs> Um, okay. All right, Mitch. Well that, yeah. So that's, um, can we, eh, nah, I don't, I don't want to share it. I want this to be just us. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. Also, I was going to say real quick, I did, I did do one with Erica and, um, I think I like ours a little bit better. (laughs) No discredit to Er Erica, but I would hope so. (laughs) I, I will be, I will be honest though. She, the songs that, I'll, I'll be quick. Uh, the songs that loaded from her, because I'm looking at her playlist right now, some of these, well, a lot of these, I'm like, I have never heard of in my life. I think she oh, wow. does listen to a decent amount of like indie music. Um, and then there is also an MGK song on there. So that kind of like <laughs> <laughs> ruins everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of one good one and one step forward, two steps back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So anyway, we can move along. Um we're doing um i guess i'll kick it off um we're doing a vinyl tag uh episode today um if you read the title of the episode um basically vinyl tag is um uh kind of this trend uh with social media uh instagram youtube um where people are just kind of like sharing some of their albums from their collection and telling a little story about it if you will um i kind of sent eli some idea of like some prompts that we could do and um i figured you know this will be kind of quick and easy and um it's kind of trending right now so we maybe get some views or listens out of it so it could work in our favor we'll see what happens yeah um yeah because well i think one of the funnier things too is that when you pitch this idea to me um I didn't know what you were talking about. So that also that's really funny. You're like, yeah, it's really hot and hip and all the kids are doing it. Well, I, I don't like, think that's like a what? bad thing against you. I, I think that just means that I am a way too big of a vinyl nerd. I watch I follow Fair. way too many vinyl related YouTube channels. <laughs> so I, it, I I totally get it because I have not been doing that and instead I've been watching like 
like uh what was one of the most the entire assassin's creed timeline <laughs> and it's like a three-hour video so i've i've been watching those to just <laughs> scale some time i mean different strokes man i mean no, it's not not one's not better than the other <laughs> well <laughs> um but yeah regardless so so really in my brain it finally clicked once you explain it that yeah it's just interesting prompts that get you to find like to go through and dig through your albums to find like to meet that criteria right like i think one that i thought was actually i thought was dumb at first but then the more i thought about it, i'm like that's actually good because i don't know if i have any was like uh album with a animal on the cover yeah uh, and i thought that was kind of silly but i was like oh wait no that's actually kind of good and i was like i also don't know if i have any yeah. And it's like a cool way to explore your collection and go back through. So I was like, oh, okay, dope. So, yeah, we narrowed it down to four prompts because I thought that was enough. I didn't want to do too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we'll try to keep it concise. Yeah, and like ramble on about too many albums. I was, I got to say this, I was kind of upset that you didn't want to do uh, sexiest album cover. Because uh, once again, I don't think I have one. Okay. That's kind of one of my things, man. I love, I and take this for what it is i love that i love buying records with like naked women or men on the front for that matter just because i i think it's funny i think it's like i'm a child (laughs) like that's hilarious that they and the and the fact that they had the balls to put that on an album cover and just try to sell it in a store that's my favorite pastime (laughs) yeah yeah no fair um i i have not uh taken up on that because i just I've never done that, I don't think. So I don't know if I have one. But I really thought that this, we would do this multiple times, yeah. I thought. Because, just because there's, I'm sure, an endless amount of props that we could find or think of. So trust me, I'm sure we'll okay. circle back around to it. <laughs> yeah, sounds Plus, good. Plus, our album collections are quite different. For one, you have over a thousand. That's true. Yeah. And I'm more in like the two to three hundred range. So I have a much fair. more limited pool to pull from. That's fair. Uh well I'll get you some, I'll 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 get you some album albums with uh, some naked ladies on the front. That'll that'll beef up your collection. <laughs> dope, dope. Well yeah, I guess skip men too. That will really beef up my collection. Absolutely. There you go. And oh, my I pants. Bazoinga. All right, anyways. Um okay, so which, yeah, which one do you want to start with? Um, how about, what if we start with, like, the newest album that you got? Sure. Um, yeah. Here, I'll, let's alternate. I'll go first on this one. Okay, yeah, what you got? All right, so the one that I picked, the newest album to my collection, technically not maybe the actual newest, but one that I've bought in the, but really it was one that I bought with you. We were in Fort Wayne, Mm. I got Dove, Some Cities. So I picked this one because I got this one and a few other records when I was hanging out with you guys in in Fort Wayne um, when we were visiting. And um, we got this from, I got this from Neat Neat Neat. Mm -hmm. That was the one we went to, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I picked this up. So uh, the thing with Doves is, one, I think this is a really solid Doves album. If you've never listened to Doves... I think you should, but the reason I picked this one and why I wanted to talk about it is kind of for that reason. This is probably one of my top ten bands of all time. 
I and gotta I listen never... to more dubs. They, there was actually that one song by them on our playlist that I know that you love, and I was actually listening to it, and it, listening to it, and it's great. Winter Hill or something. Oh yeah, Winter Hill. Yeah, yeah that is a very good song. It's really. Um, good. But that's the whole thing. I never listen to them. I, I, it, it's the weirdest thing. I love this band, and every time I listen to them, I'm like, holy fuck, God, why do I not listen to this every day? And then I forget about them. And they, because they're just, they're not popular, they're not huge. Mm-hmm. I, the, at Neat, 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 this was the first time I saw one of their vinyls that wasn't like trashed. Yeah. Like, I've seen them before, but they've just been really bad quality. But like, this was a brand new reissue. So I was like, "Fuck yeah! What a what a perfect one to get." It's like 180 gram vinyl, which I'm I don't know if that is the best, but I'm always a fan of when mm-hmm. I see it. Um, but yeah, no, I I just I was really stoked, and it's just I had it's the most interesting part about this is that very weird relationship. I would probably rate them in my top ten, and I just don't listen to them, and mm-hmm. it's like the weirdest thing. But every time I do. They blow my mind all over again, and and they're not doing anything mind blowing, but it just sounds good. All their albums are produced really well. It's like a wall of it's a cacophony of just silky smooth guitar licks yeah. and delays, and I really like the lead singer's voice, and he's kind of an older guy, but I really like his voice. So yeah, I they did. If, I I guess to clue people in, if you're really unsure, they had a song a song in Zombieland. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, they have Black and White Town. Actually, it's on this album. Oh, cool. Is is the one that they had on uh, Zombieland. Nice, and yeah, that's awesome. So they, yeah, they're not underground, but they're not <laughs> huge. Most people couldn't really pick them out of a crowd, but yeah, but yeah, myself so, included. But yeah, fair. I need to though. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's an interesting relationship I have. I just I like go back all the time, but I never like integrate it into any playlist. It's just very bizarre, but mm-hmm. I love it. So yeah, cool. All right, what do you got, man? Um, okay, so I am super excited about this one. I just got it in the mail on Thursday, so a couple of days ago. Um, and this is a record that I've kind of wanted for a while, but it's always too expensive whenever I see it pop up. Um, <coughs> The album is Buena Vista Social Club, um, self-titled. Uh, have you heard this? You have a pretty no. morose look on your face. Um, yeah, that's just how my face looks, Mitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so this is the 25th anniversary edition of the Buena Vista Social Club, and I'm pumped about this because it was a pretty good price. And it literally, I don't know if you can see this, it's a literal like hardcover book that has oh. like 25-page like pictures and stuff basically the buena vista social club is this album of uh a collection of songs that they recorded in cuba um in the 90s of these just random kind of like cuban musicians that had been playing little like clubs and stuff in havana since like the 70s and they all just got them together and they were like hey let's just kind of record this album for fun let's just you know do one takes of like these live songs and it's just so much fun to listen to because i i think i've probably told you before uh the past year or so i've been really into like kind of latin music and uh spanish music i think it's super fun um I, I love to listen to it at work because I can't really understand the the words. Um, so I don't, you know, pay too much attention to it, but it still lifts my spirits a little bit. But yeah, man, definitely listen to the Buena Vista Social Club album. It reminds me of um, 
that scene in Chef when they go to Little Havana and he's playing at the they're playing music at that little bar kind of thing. That's kind of what the I mean, that's what the music is, this Afro-Cuban kind of uh, right. Spanish stuff and it's with uh, congas, all that. It's it's a it's a blast, man. It basically reminds me of like if you're sitting on a patio of a Mexican bar drinking a cerveza in the summer and it's just beautiful. It just makes me in a, in a better mood. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's really interesting. No, that's cool. That's, um, that kind of encourage, I actually, I, this is one that I do really want to listen to because I do need to expand into Latin music more, um, because I don't really know anything about it. And, um, but that's a really cool idea. I actually do have a record that's made exactly like that. It's, uh, my, that Baroness album I have, Yellow and Green. It's made the exact same way, like a book and all the pages are art and, lyrics and stuff um but yeah no that's really interesting um i did i did have a funny image of just i you like come into town or whatever and you're like got a like a hawaiian shirt you know and like a gold chain and you're smoking a cigar and you got the little like snap brim and you're like y'all want to play dominoes dude that's so great it's it's kind of become my my thing like i have this uh uh mexican kind of i i'm not gonna say like mariachi music but some of it sounds a little like mariachi music um I, I'm I'm dead like just so intrigued to really understand more about mariachi and where it comes from. But that's that's what's so cool about it though is there's stuff I just haven't even thought of. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's wild, and I I don't know, man. Just for some reason, it just it's it's so much fun to listen to because it yeah. it kind of takes you out of this cold February morning, and you're, all of a sudden you're transported to like you know, Tijuana. I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard like a sad Latin song. Well, we don't know what they're saying, so maybe... Yeah, they're out there, but yeah, you kind of have to... It's pretty upbeat, man. It's all pretty... Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, Okay, what are we going to do next? Um, How about, um, literally just because I wrote it down in this order, uh, how about the coolest colored vinyl that you own? Can I go first on this one? Go, please do. Mainly because I think I kind of cheated a little bit. I don't (laughs) think it's technically like... Color, like a colored vinyl. Okay. Um, it is actually a picture disc. Oh, that's awesome. I'll count that. Okay. It's worth so, talking about. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, is The Sword, um, which I was a little bit confused on the title of this or what this actually is, but its its official title is The Night the Sky Ta- Oh, my God. <laughs> the Night the Sky Cried. Tears of Fire, which is fucking metal. The as sword hell. is so cool, man. <laughs> They're so cool. And they're really not. They're just a bunch of nerds who right. probably play D&D. They're just yeah. really good at coming up with titles. My favorite title they have is off their album, Gods of the Earth, which is Fire Lances of the Hyper Zephyrins. Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> such a good title. And the yeah. song is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I love stoner metal and shit like that. So. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, this I bought with you actually in Cincinnati. I think I remember that. Was that like a record store day kind of thing or no? I I think so. It was a day that we spent a lot. Oh, was this a record store day release? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, this was sitting there. I mean, it may have been in the past, but it wasn't like okay. new. Um, but yeah, so it is, um, it is a picture disc, but it is a hexagon. One, I love two, that. Three, That's so four, cool. Five, six. I had to count yeah. because I was like, I honestly, 
<laughs> did not research <laughs> beforehand. But yes, it is a hexagon. Um, it is a hexagon. I didn't have a chance to spin this again before we did the podcast, I will admit. So I'm a little bit bummed about that because mm-hmm. I don't remember if you play it on 33 and a half or 45 because <laughs> it's a hexagon. Yeah, that's so weird, man. I love when they do weird shit like that. I, I do remember there was a, I wish I would have bought it. There was a record store day release a few years ago where they did, it was just a single of NWA's Fuck the Police but it was on like a policeman's badge. It was the shape of a policeman's badge. Oh um, shit! Was it fuck the police or was it? It might have been a. It might have been Jay Dilla. I can't remember. I sound oh, so okay. dumb. No, that's <laughs> that's pretty wild. But that it, and I really did buy this as like a kid who. Yeah. This was still pretty early on in my vinyl journey. This was around the time that you had started to get really into it because I think we were at CCU when I bought this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, but yeah, th- so I really just bought it because it's a fucking hexagon. And I was like, how does that work? Yeah, that's um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I and I still don't really understand. But also because it's a hexagon, let me see if I can show you. It, will, it fucking punctured the oh, no. sleeve it's in. I, I must admit, there's a reason we don't make records on hexagons. This is yeah. wildly inconvenient. Exactly. So one day I'm probably going to get a frame and just frame it. Yeah, and probably not spin it. I <laughs> I just think it's a cool thing, and I do really love the sword. So, oh yeah, absolutely. That reminds me of I saw something on like vinyl r slash vinyl or something where they were talking about there there have been a couple like troll bands that put out like troll vinyl albums. Um, one of this troll albums that they did was they put out this album that the inside of it had the inner sleeve had like sandpaper on the inside. And that's just, like, the way that they sold it. So it, like, literally ruined the record. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the way that they wanted to put out the album. (laughs) That's amazing. That's really... uh, Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I think that's hilarious. You want to buy our new album? (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) It's shit. Even we don't like it. (laughs) Okay, so my favorite colored vinyl that I have in my collection is very different from yours. Um, I've got... Naughty by Nature. Okay. <laughs> uh, the self-titled. Um, this is a double LP. Um, but what the one of the reasons I like it so much is it's not a bad album. It's super fun. Obviously, it's got their hits on it, OPP. Um, that's about all most people will know, um, which is fine. But I love when albums are put out. And, and I'm not a huge, like, colored vinyl guy i normally don't care about it like if there's the same record that's black for a little bit cheaper i'm gonna buy the cheaper one yeah but yeah you know it it, i think there sometimes they're kind of cool to look at but what i do really like is when they'll kind of pair up the album art with the color of the vinyl so this naughty by nature has a blue and kind of yellow theme to the album cover and if you look at the vinyl um it is on kind of a blue and yellow splatter, which I really like. Ooh, um, sp- yeah. I, I love splattered vinyl. That is really cool. Um, just because it's so it's so like random. The no two are the same, and I think that's really cool. And I think it's neat how they uh, yeah matched it up with the album art. This kind of yellow blue theme. Um, so yeah, it's pretty to look at. Fun to listen to. Fun to see spinning. Yeah, for sure. I think that's probably one of my least favorite things that they'll do is they'll be and it's and it happens a lot from like very mainline artist so like lady gaga will come out with an album and well sorry let me not use her because i like lady gaga i i don't know just somebody will come out with an album taylor swift I that's like her exactly less. what i was thinking 
and it will be like get the purple one and it's just it has nothing to do with anything and mm-hmm. it's like, well, if you're doing that, that's I I don't know. I think that's kind of lame. So well, if they do it for no rhyme or reason, I I don't really enjoy that. Oh, there's a rhyme or reason. The rhyme and reason is money because especially <laughs> Taylor Swift fans, they've done the research that people that are fans of Taylor Swift um, apparently have enough disposable income and they're stupid enough to want to collect every single color vinyl. There, it's the type of people that buy those color Taylor Swift albums are the people that don't really own record players. They just love Taylor Swift so much. That that they want to buy multiple copies of the same album just because they're a different color. It's basically like collecting Pokemon cards or baseball cards. or It's, it's, it's a collector's piece. It's so it's so dumb. Anyway, yeah, I didn't mean I, to go on a rant there. It, well, I, I did not know people cared enough to do that. I mean, I understand. Like, if you're Dude, a huge... check out the Taylor Swift subreddit. It's full of just these Whoa. dumb teenagers that are just posting like seven copies of the same album that are just happen to be different colors. Oh <laughs> no, don't do that. Guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's, that's like Beatlemania esque. It is. Uh, yeah. There's a whole gross yeah, thing behind it. Hmm, weird yeah. okay yeah. moving on <laughs> all right anyway um okay number three um you go first again um let's do an album by a band that you can't get into okay once again kind of cheated on this one okay <laughs> but i think it was the I, I think it was the most interesting thing for me to talk about so i picked an album that i cannot get into by my favorite band oh okay that's fair i'll take that <laughs> yeah, which is Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. However, it's not an actual album. So I picked their greatest hits. <laughs> what? So, there. yeah, I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> okay, explain. <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, yeah, Foo Fighters are my favorite band. Really, at this point, out of laziness, I don't want a new favorite band. <laughs> I'm not going to pick a new one. I get one, that. You know? Um, so... I was looking through my records, and legitimately, even the records that I don't love, I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I, I was having a lot of trouble with this one. I was like, well, let me pick like one that I should really like, and I just don't. Like That's kind of the way I converted it in my head. And I thought of this. So the Foo Fighters Greatest Hits album, I think, is a total misrepresentation of this band. I can see that. And I actually I don't know how much input the band had on this. There's good, there's bad, but overall, I, I've listened to this twice. And and that's the whole thing, is just like, as a Foo Fighter fan, the songs that I love are not their hits. Mm-hmm. Sure, I love some of the hits, but most of the Foo Fighter hits were written pretty unintentionally, so it's just kind of whatever worked. And, it, and then, it, when you look at the tracks, there's not a lot of rhyme and reason. So, side A... Is all my life, best of you, Everlong, and the Pretender. Those are their four probably biggest songs, mm-hmm. and they are the songs that you have heard seven thousand fucking times. Yeah, I think it's a weird vibe to start on that. You you hear that on the radio all the time. You don't need the album; just listen to the radio. That's kind of like already a bummer to me. Then I mean, there's really good size like long like side C is Big Me, Breakout, Long Road to Ruin, and this is a call. That's a good little meld. That's a bunch mm. of different eras of the Foo. They are hits, um, but they're a little bit lesser known. I most Foo fa- most 
people who listen to like rock and roll radio or rock radio that the food would be on i don't really know big me like mm-hmm. i never hear people be like oh big me you know and nobody ever really talks about that yeah um and here's the hot take that i have side d so you get a cut of skin and bones which is a, a really good song and it's cool to own i i think this is, it is not the live version i think it's an actual studio cut mm-hmm. of that song Wheels and Word Ford are not very good songs. Uh, My least favorite Foo Fighters song is Wheels. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't mind it. That that's the whole thing. It's so meaty, fucking ochre, and uh, and they know. And because I've seen yeah. a couple interviews where they talk about it. it's like, yeah, only the Germans like wheels because they'll be like, when the wheels come, to... they're like, yeah, that's we hilarious. play that in America. They don't. They they go. That's uh, time to go get a beer. Uh, Word Ford is a better song, and I do like that song more. But when I listen to it with the greatest hits. It's a little lifeless. It's a little dull. I I, mm. I don't know. It's just it has well, not. I guess grown my question for you is like, if you were gonna do a Foo Fighters greatest hits album, like, what would you be on it? Because like, a greatest hits is just that they're hits. And I think basically, especially that side A, when I think of like Foo Fighters most popular songs, that's it. <laughs> well, like they also Monkey uh, Wrench. All that. Yeah, Monkey Wrench is on here. Everlong. Times like these. Yeah, and uh, wait, is <laughs> oh yeah, Everlong is on side A. Yeah. Uh, well, there's some hits that they leave out because that that's kind of like what gets under my skin. For example, "Let It Die" was a single off Echoes, mm-hmm. um, and uh, "I'll Stick Around" was also a single. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're you're right. I'm picking this apart, but my whole <laughs> point is like I just don't think that this really does anything if you're a fan. Mm-hmm. I, I, the only thing you do get is the acoustic version of Everlong, yeah. which is the very last song. Mm-hmm. Because what the Foo Fighters should do, what would have been great is if they threw B-sides on here. I know mm-hmm. that's not what a Greatest Hits album is, yeah. but wouldn't it have been cool? Because it's four sides. Could we have done less yeah. hits and then like give us some B-sides that they never fucking release until mm-hmm. like recently? Well, that's the thing about... like. Not to go on a whole nother tangent here, but like why I like vinyl as opposed to like Spotify playlists. I love Spotify playlists and I want to listen to what I want to listen to. But also like you have to think about the album as a whole and in context and people don't really listen to whole albums anymore. Um, That's why I kind of like I I don't really listen to greatest hits albums. I will listen to live albums because I think those are fun and it's a kind of an amalgamation of the greatest hits, but also like the set list is at least planned and there's going to be some like B sides in there. Um, But yeah, anyway, man. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think you can fault Foo Fighters because pretty much every greatest hits album is like that. It's no, not I'm, yeah. It's not meant to be digested. Well, it, it it's different than listening to a full album in context that the the songs are selected in the order that they the band chose. So Yeah, I, I guess that what I would say is is you're totally right, and I and I really don't fault them. I just don't like mm-hmm. it. And yeah. with side D being the songs that previously were unreleased, which is a great idea, I just wish they would have done more. Yeah. I, because it's... I, I view Greatest Hits album, though, as like a pinnacle in a career. Mm-hmm. This is not a pinnacle to me. This yeah. is kind of like, eh, I like having it, 
I'll never listen to it because I'm just going to listen sure. to an actual Foo Fighter record. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay, so mine, I actually did uh, play by the rules. Um, I picked out an album that is by a band that I just do not like, no matter how many times I try. And I feel like I might catch some flack for this, but I don't care. Uh, I'm going to go on the record to say I cannot get into the national. Um I don't Are know you, who the fuck that is. Really? I figured I, you I figured you would because they're from Cincinnati. Oh. Um the National is um Aaron Destner, I think is his name. He's from Cincinnati and he's this like people that are into like indie kind of like almost singer songwriter kind of stuff sad boy music um are really into the national um and he kind of blew up he's pretty popular well here's the thing you definitely know who he is because he after he did the national and this album is like from 2007 um he's now like one of taylor swift's like primary like ghost writers he write he writes a lot of songs with taylor swift so he's doing just fine. He's yeah. doing very well. <laughs> yeah. But man, like people, this is one of those albums that like people whose music opinion I respect, like their favorite band is The National. And I've just tried so hard. And I think what it is, is like, it's it's good kind of chill indie music, but also his voice is just really boring to me. He's got this kind of like lower, sultry almost voice. Um it kind of reminds me of um, Mark something. Can't I can never pronounce his last name from Red House Painters. Um, oh, whoa, God! You just hit me with a. <laughs> you unlocked a core memory. <laughs> yes, I haven't listened to Red House Painters in Dude. years. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be super into it, wow. but I just I still don't like his voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's very unique, and most people that like Red House Painters, that's the only thing they like about it is voice. <laughs> No. It just hmm. doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. Uh yeah, I um, have very little to if not no input here because I've <laughs> never heard this. I've never heard anybody talk about it. So uh I'm in the dark. I'm gonna I, I wanna hear it. Like I'm gonna check it out just to know. I mean, you don't have to. Like uh so he also did just this past year, he put out an album with um Justin Vernon from Bonnie Vare. And since mm. he's from Cincinnati, they have a their side project is called Big Red Machine. And um I was kind of excited about it. I was like, eh, I like Bonnie Vare. Uh, it's a literally their band is titled after the Reds. I'm gonna listen to this. Yeah. Hated it. Couldn't ah. stand it. <laughs> uh I will say that uh Bon Iver I've never really gotten into. I kinda don't get it. Well, uh, I get it, but I'm just like eh. I'm kinda with you. I could take him or leave him. I think that that first album they had that had like pretty much their their chart topping hits on them was really good. But then since then they've gone down this kind of like weird electronic rabbit hole, but not like in an interesting way. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I don't know enough, and I haven't delved deep into the catalog, yeah. but I, I think you're circling the drain of, like, a music style or genre that I don't think either one of us have really gotten into. No, not really. Yeah, I think that's, I think we coalesce in the weird, sad boy indie music. We're just kind of like, eh. You know what I don't, yeah. typically why I don't like it, it's, it's so fucking slow. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just really slow all the time. For sure. <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's all about all I had about that. Maybe one day, but probably not. <laughs> Maybe um, one day. Okay. I respect that. <laughs> so completely turning the corner. Let's go with the last one. 
what is Eli your perfect album front to back no skips favorite album in your collection I I went back and I agonized on this one I, <laughs> I did ag- too yeah I had this one was tough and, and I'm gonna say it and I'm not saying it, I'm not even saying it's my favorite I'm just looking at it purely objectively that's what the, it turned the best into. songs without any without any skips yes okay. so what I picked was Portugal the man's Ooh, satanic satanist that's a good one so I picked this one because with that being in mind my criteria was if you added songs or took songs away, it would be worse. And in a way that would make the album less impactful. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is that album. Um, it is probably their most popular album. But with that being said, I mean, the three, actually the four, five, see, that's the thing. I always, I pick up this album and I talk to people about it. And I want to like, oh, this has the three best opening songs ever. Well, uh, four. Uh, damn five wait six god this album's so good that to me is a perfect (laughs) album as you can't you can't talk about a majority of the songs without talking about every song yeah and um and and i will admit there's some room some of these songs haven't lasted forever in portugal's catalog um so there are songs that are better than others however you know what they did do is they did an acoustic version of this album oh so the Majestic Majesty isn't just an acoustic version of this. Gotcha. Which I think is really interesting. But yeah, and, and I have a lot of nostalgia with this too. And I just think that every music vinyl nerd uh, should get high and listen to this. I think it's just a rite of passage. Completely agree. Yeah, because this, <laughs> this is very mind-opening. But yeah, yeah, Satanic Satanist, I think, is just... Also, I love the artwork. The imagery also is amazing. Yeah, I that's did, insane. I did include that into my thought process too so but yeah, yeah totally. that, that one's mine that one i think is just golden don't touch it don't fuck with it yeah absolutely <laughs> um okay so mine is i'm with you man i debated on this there were like three or four different albums that i really really wanted to talk about but then at the end of the day i just kind of like knew that i was going to be fooling myself if i went with anything other than ah. weezer's blue album uh it's, you you probably could have guessed it if you know me at all um so i'm just gonna just gonna go with it i'm i know who i am yeah we, we, weirdly <laughs> enough i would not have guessed the blue album because i don't hear you talk about it you won't shut up about pinkerton <laughs> uh you know or what it is? hurley i feel like you really like hurley too you're a hurley I, dude no hurley oh, I, hurley i do not like you are wrong about that one <laughs> yeah, um, shut the pinkerton up. i probably pinkerton i probably could have talked about i just don't own it on vinyl if you can believe it oh wow that is um, surprising yeah i i don't think it's like super cheap or super expensive uh, super cheap anyway um okay so yeah basically th- i i'm with you the reason i picked this out is because going through the song list there is not a single song i would skip um but I agree with you too. Whereas, as if they like were to add another song to this, I feel like it would have it would have taken away from what it is. Because what I love about Weezer, um, especially the Blue Album, the Green Album, they are ten songs. The Blue Album is forty one minutes long. Um, it's fairly short, yeah. not as short as like the Green Album, which is twenty seven minutes. Um, but you know that one's good too. Wow. Um, I didn't. But know yeah, that. man. It's uh, my, my name is Jonas, no one else. Buddy Holly, Surf Wax America, The Sweater Song, Holiday, In the Garage. Uh, pretty much 
all of the s- songs that Weezer fans are like super excited about are on this album. So. I yeah, I think every song on that album was a single at one point. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I've heard literally all but like two songs on the radio off that album. Like yeah. it's <laughs> wild. Like it's actually a really solid pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was trying to like look through the song list and be like, okay, is there any song that stands out as like the worst song on this album? And I can't say that there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a cool I think that's a cool pick. And I and I think that album is like I that album will be on list. Hundred greatest albums of all time. You know, it's it's worth a conversation of it being on there. Oh yes. I'm so psyched to hear you say that. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> as I, I I give Weezer a fuck hard time, but I mean <laughs> that that album I'm like all day like, yeah, I it was genre defining. I know I kinda looked like a dude that could be in Weezer, you know, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So yeah, I mean, I I definitely was like, oh wow, nerds play rock and roll, you know. Like it was, yeah. I I have I got some emotions about Weezer. Yeah, all right. So I just, but then I hear it's just just bad shit. And then I'm like, oh. They're not without their sins, okay? We've covered this. <laughs> We've been over it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right. So, yeah, I, I give them a hard time, but yeah, no, I'll always, I, I will always want Weezer to do good. Yeah. That's that's how I feel. I always want them to hit another one out of the park. And I think that's what's cool about them is I think, I think they will. I think they still got a banger in there. Yeah. I we'll so. have a good Weezer album again. <laughs> there will be again. So. Uh, I don't know. So, I was also thinking about doing, um, I, I guess, honorable mention, and you can throw one in too if you want. Um, I was I was this close to talking about uh, David Bowie, the Ziggy Stardust album, because that is another one that I don't think there are any skips. I listened to it a couple times this week to try to really f- see if it could be like worthy of beating out Weezer's Blue album, and it's fantastic. Yeah, um, I will be honest. I have not listened to the album all the way through. Uh, oh, wow. I, I'm a kind of a Bowie guy where I love mm-hmm. to listen to Bowie out of order. Yeah. Um, because that's my favorite part about Bowie is he just yeah. like fucking reinvented music like eight times. Yeah. Well, while, while he's oh. high as shit. <laughs> so while we're on the subject, um, remember last week we talked about there's going to be a, a David Bowie tribute band at, uh, in Wabash. Yes. I'm going. You're going? <laughs> yeah. Ah. I I was my actually so my sister was texting me and she was like, "Hey, I've been listening to the podcast." So, um, Oh, dope. And obviously this was before that last episode was released, so she didn't know about this, but she was she didn't know we talked about this, but she was like, "Oh, wait, yeah, I listen to the podcast. By the way, there's going to be a couple like there's going to be a Doors tribute band and I think you had talked about how you like the Doors. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> but I do want to go to the David Bowie tribute." <laughs> So uh yeah I got I got my sisters to go so it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Yeah, you'll have to you have to text me and let me know how it goes cuz yeah, I'm do. very curious. I am <laughs> me too. Me too. Um but okay. Uh I was uh, uh, oh, I I'll throw out oh, god god damn, I'm stupid. I was uh, uh <laughs> words are coming out. Uh I was going to go down a David Bowie hole, but I don't want to. Uh honorable okay. mention um to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, yes, solid. The so, only reason tough. I didn't want to do To Pimp a Butterfly is I think it's kind of basic. 
at the well not the album i think thinking that it's a perfect album is not a hot take <laughs> um sure but I, I, but I will say, I don't know if it is. It is really long. I don't know. I think some stuff could have come out. And it's so heady and conceptual, which makes it work. But you don't put on to Pimp a Butterfly to, like, vibe. Right. I don't think so. I think you no. put on to Pimp a Butterfly to really see an artist from A to B conceptualize an idea and execute flawlessly. So, to me... I think one aspect of an album being perfect is fun. There has to be some sort of fun factor. Mm -hmm. You put on Satanic Satanist or the Blue Album, you can put that on at a party. Oh, yeah. And most people aren't going to bat an eye. (laughs) You know, they're not going to care. You put on To Pimp a Butterfly at a party, (laughs) people are going to have to get real cool with a lot of stuff really quickly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because it is very aggressive. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, I I didn't want to pick To Pimp a Butterfly because while I love it, I think it is a perfect work of art. I don't know if it's a perfect album. Yeah. Okay. Because that's... Yeah. (laughs) So, um, all right. Well, there was some fun vinyl tags. I like this. I would like to milk this for all it's worth. Oh, we will. Yeah. And just do as many prompts as... Yeah. (laughs) Um gonna be great for the audio listeners yeah <laughs> oh, oh no mitch get off the bowl uh all right well um so let's bring it home if you would like um what you've been cranking yeah so um i had to do i, I got a little background i'll keep it brief uh i had to do chores the other day and typically the what i do is i drink beer and i listen to music at full volume and just sort of you you know just go around and vacuuming and you know uh that's what i do to clean uh so out of nowhere i i don't even know how it started and this happens all the time with spotify it just started playing all these really like crunchy kind of doomy uh like hard rock metal punk shit like and it kind of came out of nowhere, and I was like, whoa, I like all these bands. Like, 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 like. Um, so I really had, like, ten bands I could have talked about. But the, mm-hmm. the first song that came on that, like, started this process uh, was a, by a band called Graveyard, and it was a song, Never Theirs to Sell. Okay. And Graveyard, it's just, that's already a baller name. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it was just this very garage rock sounding, kinda had that um I, I wanna listen to more of these bands because I wanna like describe them appropriately because it's kinda hard because it's it's very like Wolf Mother esque, like seventies mm, sounding. I, I am super into that. I love Wolf Mother. But it's it's but it's punkier, right? Okay. So it's it's 70s sounding like very dry dead drums very fuzzy guitar but it's like punkier yeah you know and and the and most of the singers are honestly not very good um they're just like croaking out like Uh and you know (laughs) it just it sounds like the bands that you would go into a bar and they would be playing and they would have the thing up where that people would throw beer bottles at them like yeah it's like (laughs) It sounds dangerous, mm-hmm. um, but I just had all these bands popped up, and I'm—I've always loved that sound and that music. I guess yeah. I just never explored it. So I think yeah. I'm kind of—I'm gonna, especially because we're doing this. I'm definitely gonna go 
check out these bands and really see what scene I'm vibing with because I really have no context for it. It, it. I have to check because I'm like, this could be from 1975. Right. <laughs> I, I never know. Yeah, dude. So you should send look. me some of that stuff because I've, I've been into that a lot lately too. Well, I've told you before that like um, I listen to, religiously, I listen to Little Steven's Underground Garage. Yes. Um, and that is like pinnacle 60s and 70s um, garage rock that um, we were talking about grunge earlier. I feel like that you could trace grunge back to 60s and 70s garage rock. Um spoiler alert you are very correct <laughs> okay yes um okay so yeah no man you should yeah you should send my way because i'm uh I'm, i'd be into that dick 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 anyway. okay but what about you miss what you've been cranking <laughs> this is gonna be completely you're 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 gonna be blown away lil yachty oh wow <laughs> wait have you been listening to his new album yes yeah i saw quest love tweet about it and i'm like that's <laughs> that's why i listened to it i saw quest love tweet about it and i you know how much i love quest love and yeah. i'm like and i had a couple other friends that like posted about it like oh this is actually pretty good it didn't i didn't really pay attention until quest love tweeted and i was like oh he said <laughs> he literally compared it to if you read the tweet he compared it to the beatles um doing sergeant peppers oh well, <laughs> yeah i i it was a long ass tweet so i only read some of it tweet. but yeah i do remember that part basically in the fact that it's like a departure album he's kind of doing a different genre right. and i know nothing about lil yachty let Nor me preface I. it by saying that i know that he is some sort of soundcloud trap artist um which i do not listen to um but this Lil Yachty album, um, I think was really good. It's called Let's Start Here. Um, I've literally listened to it like three times in the past two days, just kind of in preparation for this. Um, and I super enjoy it. It is, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a rock album. Um, maybe the first song is kind of like upbeat and rock. <laughs> Could you call it a rock album? <laughs> uh, that's what, that's what Questlove said. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's what everybody's saying. I, I skim read <laughs> the tweet very okay let me just be yeah. honest i didn't really read the whole tweet that's that's okay everybody is saying like oh yeah this is awesome because it's a rock album and i'm like okay well that's why i want to listen to this i want to see if it is a rock album and i would say no but <laughs> <laughs> okay all right but it definitely has some like some some funk influences it, okay. it, at times like well there even that first song there's this really awesome kind of clean guitar solo that has a lot of reverb that r- literally remi- reminds me of the guitar solo from uh, maggot brain um oh. and it's it's really it's really funky um there's some really good like soul vocalists on it him and then some other female singers are really good and mm. yeah it's kind of it's kind of deep too so yeah man check check it out it's definitely worth a listen it's almost kind of like when childish gambino did that Redbone album it's like oh what is this yeah okay well it's, I'm definitely... i think it's similar genres to the Redbone album too wow wow okay well yeah i mean you've convinced me i'll definitely have to check it out now i i was curious <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i don't know i just like i never you just couldn't bring yourself to listen to it yeah and not like <laughs> i'm not gonna listen to little yeah like it wasn't like that it's just like dude i have no context i don't know what his old shit really sounds like like it was it was it felt like work which is why i you know which is why i didn't end up (laughs) pulling the trigger but i'm glad you did and i'm definitely going to check it out because i'm 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 curious i'm yeah is it is it a bigger departure and more satisfying than like when mgk did tickets to my downfall 
See, that's the thing. I don't really know his prior music, um, so I can't say for sure. Um, Well, I guess when when that album was over, I guess Spotify like had was still playing some of his older stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not into this at all. It was definitely more trappy. So sure. um, okay. I would say it's a pretty big departure, but I just, I'm not the expert. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dope. Uh, no, I'm definitely going to be checking it out. Uh, so you convinced me, you taught me into it. Fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yep everybody go check out that album if you want i don't really give a shit if you do or not it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> alienate everyone who listens to the entire thing i'm not this? gonna tell you how to live your life fuck you turn this off stop listening to this all right thank you guys vinyl frontier thank you guys for checking it out check out knuckleball studios on facebook if you want any housekeeping information um or anything like that uh this is today's episode uh next episode will be the next episode uh i don't know what i go into when i try to end this podcast it's just just my brain melts um beam us up scotty beam us up (laughs) you